beginning of part one of the hundred millionth session. Last time, you and Felicia visited Lower Tavix Landing, the district of Rowan's Gate, played on the large bridge that's, that's there. One time a grand walkway thoroughfare for giant kin and the such. Back when the city was theirs, now more of a market place and fucking dog. Uh, um, constant uh, influx and outflux of folks. Found yourselves on a little bridge-like um, walkway between two gatehouse houses that can that can lift uh, um, a, a section of the bridge for larger ships to go past. And you drank and you played and you caroused a bit. As sun was setting, the purples and oranges were lit from below by a bit of red and dark wisps, telltale signs of a fire. And he cast a fly via lyre bow on herself and Felicia and zipped off toward the fire. Fortunately, it was not a grand blaze that, that was taking over all of the fields, but it was a significant and seemingly deliberate um, setting aflame a pasture. Several smaller fields in this pasture to Arawai, the, the sovereign host of life and love. Fertility, fields, crops, the such. Belenor's sister, mother of the fury. As you were flying in, you heard, you saw that there were a good number of individuals masked with very simple garb, none wearing armor, um, commoners holding other commoners at knife point or clubs um, with nails hammered through them, makeshift weapons, and in some cases makeshift armor, perhaps. And one individual, torch and sword, speaking out, essentially, if the gods have forsaken us and will forsaken the gods. Why would we worship life and love, community and sacrifice if we are the sacrifice and we don't feel the, the love, so on and so forth. Instead, appearing to um, in one breath denounce them and in the next um, pronounce that they will see our, our rage. They will see our ruin. And they mention the Fury, the Fury being the sovereign of rage and ruin, daughter of our Arawai, the in some in many stories the cause of the schism between the, the Dark Six and the sovereign host. And he landed and tried to talk sense into into them by ripping a sweet chord from her her lyre blowing, blasting a thunder wave and doing two damage. <laughs> Um, with Big double hitter. double ones on two Big d8s hitter. um but still and then she got surrounded and stabs stab and as such um felicia stayed flying and used some pyrotechnics to, to, to create a smog cloud and then um <clears throat> used a a mass suggestion to Suggest to six of them that they fuck right off and you know leave these pe pe leave these people and flee, um, which I would say is a very reasonable suggestion when people fly in from the heavens and start to do magic stuff. So it was very 
He's got to be very careful with spells like, like suggestion. It has to be a reasonable thing. I think that was very reasonable, in fact. And he had already killed two people. Yep. They internalized it as, as and, and the one guy who was, um, quote-unquote, in charge, though, how much of that is true, you're not, not entirely sure. The, the one who was speaking, at the very least, who said, you know, we've done what, what we came to do. Um, oh, and he was also making comments about if they've silenced our voice, then we will be hit his hand, apparently referencing Plumber Dirge. So they all fled, but Annie, but Annie said, mm, not today, as she scampered over and used her circlet to blast um, that loudmouthed fellow who fell flat on his face. She then threw his uh, corpse into a box, into her um, magical box, brought it back to Elfris at, at the estate grounds and outside. Opened up the box, pulled out the body, sat next to it, strummed a bit, and said, Look, Alcris, I'm doing work too. It's like, You were supposed to be with Felicia. Oh, I was. What? <laughs> what do you mean? We went down. Down there. Ew. <laughs> um, and you asked a few questions. In your own words, what was the? What did you get from, from the um, speaking with him? I got his name. And that he was a patriot, and the whole hand thing, if they killed the voice, will be the hand, and that he knows many others, but he gave no names. And... Seemingly to imply that anyone who was downtrodden, anyone who could be helped by those above and are not are patriots. It was very akin to the tailor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Indeed. You then said, well, let's uh, keep him in my box for now. It's disgusting anyways, and uh, deal with that tomorrow as you and Opris then retired for for the the night, or in your own sense, and then um, slept. Next day would come. That is a short rest for you so go ahead and mark off any um like you get back your your, your bardic inspiration if you want to use hit die to heal you can and you get back your um second level spell slots it took me a minute to think sorry why is my hit die? had a 404 error mm. up here in that head of mine cool i'll take that nice That'll put you exact or eighty four. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Wait, all you no. Because I requires attunement. Do I have it attuned? Nope. Liar. Necklace. Purple wand. I don't. So we're good. Okay. You don't want to. Want to, to, to use anymore. Not saying you have to. Just one of those things. Like you have nothing else you can do with hit die. So okay. Yeah. Any wood. Why not? Can't do anything else anyway. That's plenty. Yeah. And my second level, which I used. No. Impressive. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll wake up the next day. Um, Elkris would, would say he can handle the body if you want to open it up. He'll take care, care of that. He'll explain what it is and they'll keep it somewhere safe where it's rotting won't be a huge hindrance and you can still talk to him 
um, 10 days later. So if you just do do that, that'll be easy for him to handle. I will thank him and allow him to take the body. Okay. He does seem to have filled in some other family members, so they're out there aware of, of this and take the body around the corner. You're not entirely sure where. So don't worry about that. It's just going to be in his office with um, tied up, just hanging out there. And he just feels like a cat that brought home a mouse to its owner. Like, killed it for you. Look how much I love you. Here's (laughs) a dead mouse. Here's a dead rascalium. Okay. Are you not entertained? (laughs) Now, what would Annie do this day as as the morning... You know, moves on a bit. She drops off this dead mouse of a man with uh, Alcris. He handles that. She'd go to work. Go to work. Makes sense. And fill in um, Eklan and Elspeth and um, what occurred. Elspeth will thank you very much for taking care of that. That's above and beyond what you should be doing. Eklund would say, well, it would also not be Annie if she, it also would not be Anaxoria if she would not help people in need if she could. I was merely in the right place at the right time. And the right skill set and the right demeanor. Don't sell yourself short. No. I think we could, we could, I think bonuses in order there. You don't have to do that, seriously. Wasn't even supposed to be in Tavics. But you were. Right place, right time. How many uh, folks did you did you save from inside the temple? Four, six? I think seven. Seven. Because three died, and I thought that there were ten in there. Three were three and died no matter what. There were seven. And do you think that they would have burned to death if you weren't there? Without a doubt. They and had nailed the door shut and the windows, and any hands that came out, they were stabbing. Hmm. And what's the price? How, how could you possibly assign worth to a mortal life? I don't know if you can. No. They're not property. No, they are surely are not. With that said, I think it would be only fair that for the seven lives that you've saved, that a paltry gesture of appreciation would be in order. So... Let's aim for 25 gold ahead. So 175 gold. I will have that um, added to your daily amount. Appreciate it. And again, this is not because I, I, these are numbers that simply make sense to me. And I know it's hard to prescribe an amount onto people's lives. And that's not what I'm intending to to do, but you could have very easily not gone and done what you did. So I think there's easiest way I can think that I can think of to come up with a sum. And if anybody asks as they check the, the ledgers, I have a very reasonable explanation. I appreciate it. You can add 175 gold to your sheet if you want, or the bank if you would prefer. I'm not sure if you even use this anymore. For your, I don't. Your I literally gold. wrote C online. Hmm. There you go. It's a much that way. It's not spread across like everything. Mm. 
is added. Okay. The sounds of you, uh, the sounds of, uh, of Elspeth at the breakfast ta table, um, others come in and be begin chatting with her and you easily just fall back into the, the, the normal routine, being on watch for anyone that, that's doing anything uncouth always, you know, the paranoia sort of fades after time when nothing's really happened, but the last night you just saw things things happen. So the paranoia has reached uh, again and you and, and Eklund are extra cautious about making sure that those who come, come forward aren't hiding knives in their shirt sleeves and, and such. And indeed, um, people who, except for her trusted, like like eight guard folk that are there, yourself and and Eklund included, um, even if like the general or someone comes comes up, it's expected that he will not have his hand on his his weapons and whatnot. So easily enough, you fall into your daily routine and spar with Elspeth a, a bit and then go back to your own office and, and work on some some paperwork. And then go to Norman's office and organize his paperwork. <laughs> well, as you are, are finishing up your own paperwork in your office and ready to head, head over and see what's been placed down on, on Norman's, after all, you'll see him in just a few weeks at this point for his birthday, and you're finishing up your own, your own plans for his birthday bash, you would hear the of writing. You head on over to your desk, and you would see um, Elkris's handwriting coming to you. Presumably, you do have that set up, right? I do, okay. yep. yep. Um, he seems to have used two um, uses of it because well, what he writes is the following. The, the merchant you saved in the pasture temple reported to the watch in Little Barrington. I'm going to escort him to the garrison in Black Arch where they have several figures in custody. Maybe you or he will recognize one. Leaving the estate in one hour if you can make it. I would... Grab the carpet and get moving. Okay. Do you tell Eklund and Elspeth that you'll be? Yeah. No. Yeah. And I would switch to my severe black studded leather armor. Okay. Did you, do you keep that in the palace or in the estate? Palace. Palace? Okay. Because I tend to wear it back and forth and I switch into the blue when I'm here. That makes sense. And then I, the blue is only for here. That makes sense. You switch out of your fine blues, keep them not so bloodstained, and you switch into your more severe blacks, which can be quite bloodstained, depending on, I'm sure they're washed and such, but still, um, can't, can't see blood very easily on black. <laughs> As you get on the carpet and you fly back to the estate here. Now, some of these words that he said um little barrington is a district that you've not been to but you've seen on maps or you have maps of the city that is in um middle tavix landing and black arch is in lower um tavix landing and that is um black arch is specifically well known throughout the city for two things um one it is the only way to get from tavix land only say that quote unquote without now, magic or um, coin that's more than what the common folk 
hand. It is the only main way to get from the lower tabex boards anywhere up, anywhere up. In in other words, it is where one of those large blimp and and, and chains are. Um, terminus has one also, but that's mostly used for goods. Exactly, um, because that's where the end of all that stuff is. So people can use that, but it's not what it's intended for. Um, and, and ever since all this shit has gone down, they're very, very harsh on ter terminus being for goods and merchants only, not for casual people he heading up and down. So Black Arch is well is well, well known for being um, one of the three places in the lower districts o overall, one of them being in Dura, where you can take those big blimp chain things up towards central, getting off at various spots. The second reason it's it's very well known is it is the garrison district of Tavix Landing. So it is a it is a highly militarized area, um, and those two things that that, that you, you know about it are not coincidences. They deliberately have the that district be highly it's it is a garrison where the city watch for all of lower Tavix and even middle Tav Tavix resides. Um, because if there is going to be an attack on the ground level in, what stops them from just taking one of these things and going up? Well, it's here. This is a highly militarized operation there. So it is known for those two things. A common, very frequently people come, come in to go up and down, and uh, very commonly there's a significant amount of city guard. There, so it would seem that Elkris plans on taking this individual um, to Black Arch, where they have several figures in custody. As you arrive, Elkris is waiting for you in his office. We'll change this now that we're no longer mowing down on food <laughs> at the, this point here. It is afternoon um moseying toward evening but still still several hours from that you see on the um um, um time kick that timekeeping um candle at his corner desk you made it i did thank you for letting me know well i f figured you'd be quite cross at me if there was an opportunity but more importantly, I, I cannot deny that since you were there and you met this individual, you should be able to recognize him and perhaps the, the two of you together might be able to recognize one of these foul players are not dead, which would be a distinct advantage to us. Easier to ask questions to someone who's living and breathing. Absolutely, and we have at least 20 of those by my count, so hopefully we have some here. Right. Now, I don't know yet if any, if anyone from last night was apprehended. I just know that there's a number of folk in holding or in prison down there. So the question is, would any of them know, know anything? It's possible that this merchant who we're going to, to go pick up won't know any of these individuals, and you wouldn't either. But it is also possible that one of them might know the figure that you killed. So with your certain skill set, I figure that that could be a useful way to see if any of them react or be walking in. Very true. Are you wanting me to look like him? 
let's just see if um, Lemoyne Brisano, which is the merchant, um, if he recognizes or or you any of them, and if if so, that would mean that they were probably picked up from from last night. If not, then maybe yes, maybe you walk in with wearing his face. I do it myself, but um, probably not as good and can't can't sound quite as good as you can. So, but if you go in with that, maybe you and I both walk in with detect thoughts going, and we, we can see if there's any. Eh, you're the one that that came up with this idea. Looked like someone that should either be dead, or if they don't know that he's he's dead, then they're just wondering who's this fucker. Mm-hmm. Um, or why is he working with them now? Exactly that. Exactly that. If it's who's this fucker, who's this fucker, then we know it's not the them. If it's what's Todd doing here, then we know. But f- first things first, you and I are going to be glorified uh, cabbies. That's generally what I am when I travel with Urfile. Can we take the carpet? Would you be okay Absolutely. with that? think then we could give a ride to uh, Lemoyne. Okay, I'll come over. He grabs his sword from there, puts it on, clips it, and he got his bandolier of, of daggers. As he, he puts on the sword, it fades. And you guys head out, and via carpet, begin to fly. From upper central down toward middle Tavix. This district called Little Barrington um, is a, a fair district. It is sort of right in the middle sort of place. Um, it has some upper residential, some lower. It seems to be very much a residential district, but also some, some fair to, to find um, um, shops and, and services and the such. Uh, Lemoyne Brisnow, what you maybe thought was a lord or minor noble appears to not be. Um, Appears to just be a um, a merchant of some sort. All of the buildings as you're flying toward it and Alcris is directing you, you see all of the buildings in, in this area of this d- district butt up against each other in shared walls. Not unlike, um, like I, I always think of San Francisco, which I'm not sure if you've, if you've even been, but you know how the buildings there t- tend to be narrow, mm-hmm. but pretty pretty deep, and they all like butt right up against each other. Um, that's very much like how the poorer areas are. And as you're flying over overhead, you see that, that then the buildings sort of expand outward um, into more like what we see all over the, the place here. All, all those sort of, um, what do you call those, like um, prefab homes that are all built. And they kind of share like a single wall, yeah. right? And you could like knock on there and hit hello right there. But they're not apartments. They're just full homes that are built into each other. other. That might be a way of thinking yeah. I'm thinking more like um, right as we're as we're driving toward your mom's your, your mom and the dad's house, right there before those two um, roundabouts. Uh, roundabouts. Just to your right, those are homes, full homes, or like right yep. across from my work. 
yep. right next to, to, to the park. Those These are, are nice and they're multi-story, but they yes, share walls. They're nice multi-story homes, but they all share walls. And, and they're, they are expe- they're expensive. Yeah. Are those called high condos? condos? Yeah. Wow, okay. I always thought condos were more like Okay. In well then we'll call them condos. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you see those right there. <clears throat> There's one home is easy enough to detect it is probably your destination because there's eight of the city watch outside um you you also note that there's a small there's no real lawn or or whatnot but there is a small garden out front of of this home small picket fence around it gate that, that 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 swings open white painted archway and the small garden no more than than 10 feet by 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 20 feet um, is lush with flowers and vegetables and a hanging wind chime that as the wind strikes it spins and you see it is um, a golden sheaf of wheat painted gold sheaf of wheat so the fact that this person was at ROI's temple praying has one of the few nice gardens and has a sign there and there's eight um city watch doesn't take a two genius detectives to to assess that so it's probably the place to go it takes two. Oh, golly hold on <laughs> let me see if you nope that can't be it you guys continue mm. ser- searching <laughs> six hours go by and you out of you know you're we ran out of angry food rations. you ran out of food rations you have no idea where where the hell you're supposed to go you eventually make your way back and go, maybe it is that place, and you fly down to it. Now, these eight city watch that there, there appears to be two different factions of them. Four of them are a bit finer dressed and less armored, wearing more um, formal um, attire of the watch, but it's not so much armor, not even leather armor, just you know, nice stiff jackets and long swords at their side. Um, others, though, are wearing chain mail or splint mail with halberds in, in hands and crossbows upon their, their back. The more ones that may be of this area and others that look like they don't necessarily, like they might be more important city watch or they're just from a different district, not entirely sure. But there is one more, so there's nine in total, but, but the ninth really um, stands apart. From the others. He is a dwarven fellow and he looks to be the one giving orders. And you can tell by his um, splint mail, the, the, the axe upon, uh, upon his back, his gauntlets, and he's looking up in the sky as he sees you two descending down. You see on his side he's got the parades that, that denote him as a lieutenant. You land, Okris will offer to carry the carpet for you for you thank him as it rolls itself up and you strap the two you know the um, belt the strap he'll grab that and swing it over oh we should really just hire someone to do this shouldn't we we should we should we should consider that some strong man maybe Brosnan would be, be free the lieutenant um is walking up hello who goes there Anaxoria Zenzi, Voice of the Crown, and with me is Duke de Madani, Patriarch of the Madanis. I'm sure you've heard his name. Hi, Lieutenant Kestrel Dahl. Kestrel Dahl. 
Nice to meet you, Lieutenant. My pleasure is all mine. And you, Lord McNani, please sell Christus. Fine. Ah, I don't think, think so. As you will. We're here to escort uh, Lord Lemoyne. There's no. He's no Lord Milord. You can simply call him Lemoyne. As you will. Is he inside? Eh? You're free to go chit-chat with him. My boys and I here, and he points over at the other, other four with the halberds and the crossbow on the crossbows. Uh, are here to help you with the escorting process. No need. We'll take it from here, but you're free to follow suit. I'd like to chat with the merchant, if we, we could first. Follow me. Kestrick will lead you inside. I will wink at the guards as we go in. Smile and wink. Yeah, look, you do see some of them. The ones wearing the actual armor just give you nods, and one leans, leans over and whispers to the other. The other more well-dressed ones, ones here nod and, and part as Kestrin opens the door, leads you with them. Um, <clears throat> the inside is, is well-kept. Um, an, an entryway, not, you know, this isn't a state, there's no foyer and as such, but the entryway enough that you can, can you know, knock your boots and you know, slush and, and, and whatnot on the, the carpet, at least the men do, and we'll walk through. No servants, no family, it seems mostly empty here. But Kestrin will, will lead you up these stairs, and you find, um, Lemoyne goes now in his study. As Kestrin uh, um, knocks on the door. Yes, come in, come in. And in this study, quote unquote, is a mess of paint and easels and canvas. The merchant uh, appears to be a merchant by day, painter by night sort. And he's putting the final um, touches on a painting on a canvas with plenty of reds and, and oranges and blacks shadowed faces and red eyes lit by fire perhaps there's a streak of bard in in him taking creative license as these figures appear to be hooded and red in their eyes which you didn't entirely see but he does appear to be painting and some 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 smears upon his face his smock and his his hands just a moment, just finishing up here. Kestrin says, <clears throat> Rizno, we have the voice of the crown and Duke Elkris de Mendani here to meet with, with you. He turns. Ah, and he wipes some of the paint, which just smooshes it, it, it some, some more. And indeed, you do recognize his face as the... Um, the one that you thought maybe was a minor lord, or at least dressed as, as such, as he and presumably his, his, his wife or someone had come had, had come out um, gasping and, and coughing from the smoke. Castro will step to the side, and Elpris will say, I think we'll discuss with the with the, the, the good merchant for a time. We'll, we'll bring him out shortly. Castro looks and 
As you will. And leaves, closing the door, nodding to, to you. And his gaunt, or his, um, his greaved boots clunking his dwarven feet down the steps. And then goes over to a water basin and grabs a, a bar of soap and begins scrubbing. Sorry, I didn't know. I knew that someone was going to come and get me. I didn't expect the voice of the crown and Dragonmark Patriarch. It's good to see you again, sir. How's your wife? Good, good. She's out uh, <clears throat> chatting with you women, her friends, um, playing some bridge, I believe. As you can Im- imagine, last night took quite a bit out of us, but... <clears throat> Absolutely. I felt it was in my... It was in all of our best interest to step forward and relay what had happened to the city watch. I did not expect that then they'd have a lieutenant from the Black Arch garrison come to tell me he's going to bring me down to Black Arch to discuss more with his commander. That was surprising enough. Now I have two very important people in my quaint study. Excuse the mess and the paints. No, it's beautiful. You do a wonderful job. I, uh, well, as they say, a merchant by family trade, a painter by my, by my own two hands. If I could make my living selling these, I'd be much happier, but I fear that uh, that would not bring in enough coin and the wife would be quite displeased with me. Well, it's beautiful no matter what. So what can I uh, do for the two of you? I will look at Alcaris. Alcaris says, I just wanted the opportunity for you to, to confirm that you know each other and you are who Anaxorius says what was at the place yesterday. Uh, what, did you doubt my word, uh, Lord Midani? I doubt everyone's word now. I suppose that comes with my family craft, as, as yours appears to be painting and mercantile business and such. Very good. Well, I am me, and uh, it is a pleasure to see you, and thank you so much. There's almost no question my wife and I and the others would have died without your quick intervention. Only a, f- only a couple minutes more, and I'm afraid we would have not been care to share in the news. I'm just happy I was where I was at that time. Me too, trust me. Otherwise, blessings go deep and you have, have given me a new reason to live in some way, shape, or form to repay the kindness that you and, and the Crown have showed. Well, we are wondering, you know, we are going to escort you down tonight, if you are okay with that. And I'm hoping to see if we recognize any of our um, friends from last night amongst the crowd. Mm, yes, that is what the lieutenant said. I thought I would just be giving a report and then let uh, the city watch do what they're doing, but I suppose my eyes may, may be more useful. Absolutely. You just need to make sure they don't do it again to other innocent people. No, I, I, if I can help, I'd be happy to. I just don't want to be more involved in this than I am. I'm still not sure if this was a... I asked the uh, the watch and the lieutenant from the Black Arch 
Garrison if this was if he believes this was a pointed attack on me or if this was if it was a as you were in the right place right now if this was a wrong place wrong time for me and I believe Lieutenant Kestrin's exact words were fuck if he knows Alcorus says the lieutenant ha has a way w with words and I think Anaxari myself would agree fuck if we know fuck but if we know regardless of if we know if it was appointed against you or not, if it was even more reason for you to take a stand against them. But we will do our best to keep you away from their line of sight. We just want you to look upon them and see if you recognize any. And sorry, we will be there as well. By your side, perhaps two sets of eyes are better than one. Nobody else is stepping forward. Unless your wife would like to join us, and he says, "I, if I, I would, I would appreciate to keep her out of this as much as possible." Of course. Well, uh, Rezano, he says, "No, no, please, Lemoyne, Lemoyne, very good. Shall we go?" We shall. He takes off his painting smock and puts on a, a nice merchant coat and does the buttons up and a a nice hat <clears throat> a little tin opens it up and <sighs> okay how do I look perfect ravishing <laughs> please please you will lead him down these stairs outside. Um, the lieutenant has had his four boys. They have um, a two griffins with, with the, the them. Um, and they hop on, hop on, and the lieutenant, the lieutenant has a hippogriff, in fact, that he can ride, and will offer to take the um, merchant. That's okay. We'll take my carpet. Thank you. Do the honors. Well, it has been years since I've ridden by carpet. What an what an honor! I can show you the world. The world? No, yeah. shining. Oh, shining splendid. No, we're just going down. I'll admit I don't have a. I, I sort of have a. I have a distaste for, for heights. So I also have a dis distaste for beasts. That's why I, I go by my own good two feet when I do uh, visit the pastor of Arawai. Did do you know? Did it make it? Did it? Was it burned down entirely? Was I'm not entirely sure. I made sure that everyone was out and safe that I could save. And and reported back. Catherine says, about uh, two thirds of it is gone, laid waste. The temple it's, itself was too far gone to put out. The fields, two of every three of, of them are not but ash. Fortunately, there is that irrigation river that surrounds it, and that was enough to keep the damage mostly contained there. But by the time folk came to put out the fires, 
it was a fairly easy manner to dig trenches and heap dirt up upon it, take buckets, and reach into the irrigation. I imagine that whatever miscreants did this, did it quite pointedly. They did not want to burn down all sources of food for the city. Rather, they wanted to let their voices be known and strike at the heart of ROI. Well, it's a shame that the pastor temple is no more, but it is a blessing from her that it did not spread wholesale. Agreed. All right, on we go as he kicks and the hippogriff runs and takes off. The griffins will will, will wait for you two to, or you three to take off, and the griffins will. And he is going to be sitting there like, this is a lot like what it usually feels like. Oh, three. Mm-hmm. 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 You fly, heading down, basically just off this plateau and down, but slow corks of screws around a bit, but it's not the district directly below, so flying over to reach Black Arch. Easy enough to follow because you see those giant chains that are held taut, even though they're, they're, they're not moving at this moment in time, it does shuttle up and down every couple hours. And right now, the, the blimp is up top. So you all fly down following those. And I'm talking these chains that lift this thing are like enormous, eldritch shipyard things. Chains. Like shipyard chains, exactly sort of thing. That help provide lift and also guide it. The blimp does not move by the by it's by it, it, it's its own power it simply uses the, the the hot air to lift it so that the job the chains is easier the chains do all the actual heavy lifting and such so as you fly down that way you follow lieutenant Kestrin Dahl and his um his hippogriff steed down to these stables at this major central garrison easy enough to see where it is. Large, centralized, four-story tall building. Sorry, Amy just keeps messaging me and she's like, do you do Venmo? And then she requested $415 for my airplane trip. Oh boy. Do you need to deal with that? No, I'll deal with it later. Okay. Um, Yes, so you see this four-story tall sort of tiered looking structure half built into the wall that separates um, Tavix from Central. So built into the inner wall rather than the outer wall. And only a few hundred feet from where those massive you know, shipyard chains terminate down there. Um, there's guards aplenty, all wearing similar chain nail or splinter, some just studded leather. Um, clearly that was the the difference that other guards are the ones that were in uh, um, Little Barrington, and these are more the hardy guards of the Black Arch wearing their blacks. So you fit in quite well with your blast studded leather, in fact. Um, the Griffins actually uh, um, have holsters that their halberds can just slide into and such, but they also drop them off at these stables. There's definitely not a Griffin for every two or two of them. They drop them off and they are are, are t- taken and kept and you guys fly down and um, Lieutenant Kestrin will lead you um, 
three inside as the, as the others stay out. Um, I do actually have something to read you just because why not? This, um, the, the garrison building is by far the most obvious part of this, short of the, than the giant chains and the, um, waste station there where folk can stand and, and, and wait, which is the only other thing of significant import in, in this, this district. You also, as you were flying down, saw a temple to the, um, Silver Flame, several other temples to, to, um, Dol, Dol Dorn, which makes sense. Um, Dol Ara, which makes sense. Average lodging, poor lodging, some upscale um, um, food trades, and and the such here serve services, and about two hundred or so residences as as well. This district definitely has a feel to it, though. Like it was designed to withstand a full siege. Every bridge to the outer realms has guard posts and then heavy protocol callus that can be lowered at a moment's notice. The walls here are unusually thick, thick stone, arrow slits and murder holes that can be seen in every wall. This massive tower of a black stone dominates the center of the, the, the district, that five tower, that five tiered, almost like a um, um, tiered cake, sort of thing, a five tiered cake tower that is the garrison of the city watch. Very much a, if you want to get into our city and go anywhere else, you're going to have to get, to, get, to get through this district first. It does make it foreboding, especially the sense that without the use of magic or, or flight, all traffic to the higher wards must pass through here. Um, fortified spires and guard posts are, are everywhere, and um, entrances are, are already discussed that. Many trades and services are done in this district because it is the easiest place where folk can, can come down and, and do such things. So despite its, its highly militarized sort of, of look and feel to it, there's still a, a, a very good amount of residential areas and businesses and services that are done here. <clears throat> As you've um, four, enter into this large uh, um, five-story tiered um, garrison building. You are met by a, a human woman who, who is wearing splint hail, has a long sword at her, at her side, and again, a, a heavy, heavy crossbow strapped to her back. She will, will bow slightly in your, all your um, directions and will introduce herself as Commander Ayana Irtalan. Your Talon would be a noble, a noble woman's name, though you would never guess that she was a noble woman based on her dress what and disguise. What was her first name? Ayana, I Y A N N A. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Ayana Irtalan. She greets you, you, you all. Hello there. Very good. Kestrin, who have you brought here with you? This is Duke. Uh, Elkaris de Medani and Lady Anaxoria Zenzi, voice of the crown. Uh, well, I see that we are 
hosting quite, quite an assortment of lofty individuals. Welcome to the Black Arch Garrison. Thank you for having us. Dr. will be out of your hair shortly, but we were just wanted to not only escort, but watch the proceedings as they go. Very well. But before that, I would like to speak with uh, Lemoyne Rizenau, is it? Indeed, madam, if I can be of service to you in any way. Indeed, I'm sure you can. Please. The five of, of you now will walk through a doorway in, into a hallway, through another doorway, into a more um, private setting where there's just a table with six chairs, and um, she'll, she'll gesture for him to come sit, and she'll sit across from him. Castro will continue to keep standing at the door. Elkris will sit. I'll sit. And pretty much the whole time since we picked him up, Annie would be like casually chatting mm-hmm. and just like trying to create an air of like, I'm on your side. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are just going to like murder you. He definitely appreciates that and kind of does latch on to you. There's very imposing having the voice of the crown here, but there's also a camaraderie like, you saved my life, literally, um, and your friendliness is com- com- coming through very much to, to him. Um, he definitely has, you know, sweat trick- trickling down. He's wiping his bra with a um, handkerchief or the back of his white, his white gloves that he donned. Um, definitely someone that likes to dress up a bit more than he probably than his station is for, um, but he's he's definitely nervous. Maybe just a nervous fellow in general when he's not in his study painting, and now even more so. I'll sit down next to him. Okay. Um, Commander Ayano will say, so, explain everything that happened last, last night. Start at the beginning. Very well, <clears throat> and he just begins this this tale with no embellishment. Just very matter of fact. My wife and I went down, and he even describes the path that they that they take. Um, take many of the bri- they go by on foot. Take the brick bridges. Take the big old guy down to um Black Arch. Get off and take the walkways through. And it's all hoofing it. Which he believes is very is more of a testament to 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 ROI. Anyways, you know it should not be easy to reach reach there. Also saves a lot of coin. <clears throat> Describes the sermon and the such. Um, we didn't know anything was a foul until they came barging in with torches and and flasks of fucking oil, and they just threw, glugged them, threw them down toss the tor- torches in. The one was shouting something about, they will feel the fires, they will feel our bath and what whatnot, pointing at me and my my wife and speaking that we were part of the, prop- the problem and any who would share walls and, and prayers with our like are part of the problem too, are not to be forgiven. They then slammed the door, the, the, door shut and began hammer and nail from outside as the windows were all being boarded up all the, the same and next thing you know flames were taking to the oil taking to the p- 
pews taken to the walls. Thank goodness the temple is mostly stone, so it took some time, but all the tap tapestries, all the wheat that we used for, for, for prayer, and it was all going up like that. The roof was still fire, or was still um, wood, so that was highly flammable, and we were just trying to pry our way out. I don't know what was happening out there except for people screaming, and what we could see was more fires breaking out. There were had to be dozens of them. You probably saw more than more than than me. He looks at you like hoping that you'll pick up the train as he's sort of just babbling. Absolutely. There were enough fires that I was at Rowan's Gate um, eating upon the bridge and we could all see the flames and the smoke, which is what drew me to it in the first place. And a companion I was with and myself flew there and multiple crops in the temple and sheds were all on fire. There were maybe two, three dozen men that had rounded up the civilians and were holding them at club or knife point and... That's when we took it upon ourselves to reopen the doors and let those in the temple out, those that could, and many of them fled of the perpetrators. I did not have it within myself to track down three dozen. No, I'm sure not. Then you did this all by yourself. Myself and one of my companions. Another bard. I see how did you get there so swiftly? I flew. I see. Anything else, then? There's no? Lemoyne, please. Uh, well, no. I don't know what happened on the outside. I only know that somehow your fingers must be very, very strong because your your friend, who beautiful, ravishing woman, by the way, must have pried them off. I heard several. Uh, like thunder rolling d- directly outside the, the the doors, and next thing I know, they were thrown open, which let all the smoke and and, and flame begin to spill forth. And we, the three of our num- number had had already died, but they had died because they had tried to rush the 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 door. Or they had been halfway out the out the window and got stabbed by pitchfork. And but seven of us made it, and I am says with no exaggeration, no exaggeration whatsoever. If this young, uh, if if this voice of the crown had not been there, we would have been all dead in minutes. And you should be commended for that. Very good. Do you think that you would recognize? And she's asking this question not only to him but also you, an unexpected second witness. Do you think that either of you would would recognize the face? of one of these people that were there, if you saw them. More than likely. Lemoyne looks at you and grabs his handkerchief and just dabs at his, his head and he's like, I, 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 I don't have the voice's confidence in this because I, well, frankly, I didn't see a lot and those that I, when I came out, most of them were already scampering away and I, I saw some f- figures but they were all wearing masks or most of them were wearing masks from their their nose down so recognizing someone from eyes only is not something I am comfortable in I do not want to disappoint would you recognize their voices I uh, I, I, I may I, I don't want to over promise and under deliver Lemoyne anything helps we're not asking for you to know for certain I, I, I just don't want to be 
become a bigger target for myself or my, my, my wife. Alcaris says, yes, is there a way that we could see them without them seeing us blindfolds and, and, and such? And Ayana says, we have this cup, cup. We have this covered. I already have my, my men bringing a number of them into our special holding area. You'll, you'll see. Do not worry, Rezanel. You'll be fine. Thank you. He looks at you. Thank you. Well, so we'll start with that then. We'll take a look at them, see if you two recognize any, and then Anaxori and I have some tricks up our sleeves if, if the, the need be to see if any of them, even if they were not um, there last night, if they would recognize the figure. By the way, Commander Irtalan, uh, a, a crucial question question here. I understand that you're gathering up some ruffians and miscreants here that you already had had held. Are any of them new as of last night? There are some, but impossible to, to, to tell if they were at the pasture. In fact, my guess would be that they are not. My my guess is, is that they are... Well, I know that they are figures who were drunken or who were starting fights and, and that they're being held for a few nights to cool off. Others have been here and are, are well and truly imprisoned and have been so for smuggling, for murder, and the such. We're gathering a selection of them for you to look upon, but the likelihood that any of them were directly there last night is not entirely high. Hmm. I see. Well, then you, you and I will have to, to think of ways to brow them up and, and pull the rats out of the woodwork if the need arises, which it looks like it might. I have an idea. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You and bridges lately. They seem to work for me. All right. Are your men pre prepared? Gestrin, go, go check. Hey. Okay. He'll open the, the door, walk out. Sticks his head back in. They're ready. Stand. Follow me. Well, lead the way, Kestrin hanging back to close the door as you three go. He'll follow, follow. so it's her and, and him at the back. As you go back in the hallway, down the steps, through another door, still staying on the um, ground level here until you reach a staircase where you go up and up and you'll be on the third floor here. You've not seen any cells yet. You're in the hallways and, and the side, but she leads you um, through another doorway into a hallway that's only about um, um, 20 or so feet long and just a door here and a door there. The only other um, obvious thing about here is there's a narrow gap in the in the wall. In fact, two gaps. One that's around um, human eye level, about five feet feet up, and one that's about three feet up. The gap being about yeah much. So you know humans, but also for dwarves and halflings and um, and gnomes and yeah. such. And Annie, this the five foot one's a little bit higher for you. The other one's a little bit low. So unfortunately, you're right at that height. I'll but just the, crouch down. Yep. Yeah. 
the gap is about six inches tall, and but it's about ten feet wide, and there's and there's metal bars in there as well every two two inches or, or so. So there's essentially no way that anything could easily come 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 in or out. There are um, the hallway gets a little bit cramped once you five come in because there are two guards in, in, in there as well, both with crossbows. Um, with a bolt in them, but not cocked the back and as such. But just in case any funny, funny business happens through, they could. Pew. But as you walk in and look, you see, as you probably are already guessing, two-way two-way mirrors don't exist so much here. So this is their version of that, where you guys can peer through, and you see along the wall are are eight individuals of varying races and varying ages and varying states of bruises. Um, scars, scratches, or non-blemished um, um, folk. There's four guards inside as well that have their uh, um, short swords and long swords um, at the ready. Um, some even some even out and crossbows um, knocked as well in case. Just make sure they all stay in line. The eight individuals in varying heights and, and whatnot are there. All have their arms shackled behind them and have chains around their um, ankles as well. Um, they are all the, the, you can't tell at first, but as you're looking through, you can tell that their the links of their chains are also clipped to the wall, so they can't even, even get off anyways if they wanted to. Um, finally, you, you also note that it's very bright in that in, in that room, a very steady brightness, not like a continual flame or torches and the, and the such. But you realize that there's um, on you have that ten foot long, six inch tall barred um, um, gap here on your wall on the other side of your wall. There's two bright, must be magical lanterns that are shining their lights directly at them which would also have the added um, benefit that they would have a hard time seeing you. Kind of like if you're staring at someone, there was two headlights right there, it's hard to make out details of the faces. Commander Gertalan um, says, take your time. If you need one of them to, to speak, let me know. And Lemoyne will, it's a little bit bright for you guys too, but it's very focused that way. So it's easy for you to see and more difficult for them. They are, you know, in a sense, shielding their eyes. It will peer. And you get down a bit and peer. Elkris will get down on his haunches and, and, and peer through the lower one as well with you. Anybody look familiar? That's anyone? Make a investigation check. That will be 16. Go ahead and make one for Lemoyne as well. That's a one. One. Man is too nervous. The sweat he's, keeps getting in his he's eyes. He's too nervous there. And again, he didn't see a lot. He was already in there doing his prayers when they busted in. What the fuck? Oil that? Fuck you. The fury. And all that. So he, you see him licking his lips and wiping away and peering, like almost having his nose through. And then Kestrin is like, hey. Back up a bit. Oh, right, right, right. As you're looking, 16, you roll? Mm-hmm. No. 
Of the eight that are in there right now, you're fairly confident you don't recognize any of them. Doesn't really mean a lot though. Um, there was if there was three dozen that were that were there, you only saw maybe ten at at most, and of those, the faces that you saw were maybe only three that you got right up to two. So it's not entirely surprising that you don't recognize any of them, but unfortunately, you simply don't. Are there any open spots at the wall for more prisoners to come in? No, but she says that they can bring more and have it go. But the thing is, the garrison has 150 prisoners. These, These were just the ones that were more recent in the last week or so. That um, you know, and and that were um, captured for violent reasons or smuggling reasons, sort of thing. Because I would nod to her and then nod to Elkris and then back up. Like I want to talk to them in a place that I know for certain people can't hear. Mm-hmm. She, Kestrin, watch. Hey. Lean back as you guys head out. They, um, actually, no, you would go not the doorway that you just came through, you'd go through the other doorway that's there, which just has um, a hallway that twists, but then a door right there that she opens up, gestures inside, and there's just uh, uh, two ta- tables in, in there with with four chairs apiece. She'll close the door and flip the latch. So you guys are locked in. There is a way for me to tell if they knew who seemed to be the ringleader without... So I didn't recognize any of them, but that doesn't mean anything. I could disguise myself as him, have you lead me in, in shackles, as if I were also going to be put upon the wall. Mm. And I can listen for if I recognize anyone's thoughts, or if they recognize me. You can make a convincing disguise. I will change into him. Magic. Of course I can. Good voice. And you can read their minds. Is this a Madani trait? And Alcris will smile and say, more than just Madani's are capable of such things. And Anaxari is capable of a great many things. I trust her with, with this. If I could enter with her, I can likewise disguise myself perhaps as a nether um, a random person, one who looks the part. Two of us might be better than one as far as the number of, of individuals there. We could split, split them up. You, you read the first four, I, I'm led further in, I read the second four, for example. That could be smart. Would that be doable? Ayana says, she smiles and says, yes, it could. And we have our, our own tricks as well. If there's any questions that you have for these individuals, we can, we do have the capacity to cast a zone of truth upon them. We simply do not employ this frequently because, like I said, we have 150, 150 prisoners in, in here. So you know, what do we do that to all of them? It does not make sense. But if there's one that you want to ask more questions to, we can seclude him, perhaps even in, in this very room, and we can combine our efforts. Let's see if we pick any out of the lineup, and then see if we want to seclude them. Very good. Follow me, then. 
Perfect. She'll lead you down a bit. She'll whisper to um, test him what the plan is, and he'll be very nice. She'll head out and get just um, manacles for you two, which are pretty, you know, they're pretty tight right here with just a single chain link right there. And then that hooks into hooks on the, the walls. She will, um, your ankles will be shackled, but those have longer chains there, sort of thing. Long enough that you can walk easily, but not so long that you could run. run. Exactly that. She's uh, she'll have two her um herself and one other guard lead you two in. Right before we go, and mm-hmm. I'll cast detect thoughts. Okay, easy enough to to do. Your hands are hard. It's a little bit. Trick, tr- tricky, but enough for you to pluck at your liar bow to cast it. Alcaris will do his hand signs and his mark will, will flare. Well, I guess he would be disguised. So yeah, he'll. you both will do the um, disguise and then his mark will flare. But you won't really see it um, as he casts it. And you cast it before handing your liar bow over or setting it um, down in the doorway before you enter. With that, the door opens. I think I would actually change it so it's smaller in its form. Mm. Okay. So I could still have it on my person close to my hands in case I need to, like, dimension door or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it can be smaller. It just needs to be a... Uh... Uh, instrument I'm proficient with, right? Yeah, it needs to be a string a stringed instrument that requires two hands, I think all string instruments yeah. were very yep. hands. So, so like a viol- I'd probably make it like a, a lap harp. Ukulele, lap harp, makes sense to me. I think, by the way, you actually can do dimension or with without um, that, because it's just a True. verbal. True, that's how that one half Yeah, that's how the one that's half right. is that purely verbal yeah. spell. And he would just want to yep. be careful. That makes sense. So you can tuck that maybe in your back so it's not so ob- obvious in your waistband and such. And, yep. Okay. The door <laughs> is opened up. And you're led in by um, Commander Ayana, and she kind of shoves you a bit <laughs> toward, and Elkris is being led on the other side, as if you're going to be flanking the two of uh, uh, the um, eight of them there, so you have the further um, four in as you're shoved in, both of you having your detect thoughts going, and the door slams shut behind you, <laughs> and... <laughs> Commander Ayana says, two more for the line. Just shoves you forward again as you're making your way. So there are two humans and an elven individual and a halfling would be your four in that in that order from leftmost to right. So as you're walking past them, it would be a halfling, elf, human, human, male, human, woman. And I would scan through halfling first, then okay. off, then you know, as, as you're walking past, you'll yeah. scan. Um, surface thoughts of the halfling would be, who's this fucker? Why are they doing this? Immediately move on. Moving on. The elven fellow doesn't seem to think much. He's got a broken nose that has not been set um, and looks bruised. This guy, you imagine he's here because he got in, in a tussle and maybe he's not here super long. He's just here to cool off, thing, thing unsure. 
but he just sees you and smiles, and you see two min- min- two miss- missing teeth and still red, like from recently missing things. Smiles, actually, very very scummy looking individual, but no thoughts about that. Just a yeah, no no recognition, no real thoughts at all. Again, it's not like words so much thoughts; it's just more impressions. Um, the next one in line, the 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 human male. Um, looks like a like a farmhand sort, you know, just wearing sleeveless um, things here, strong um, muscle, dirt under the fingernails sort, you can see as he's there just leaning his head against against the wall, and he had just turned lazily to, to look. Bruised face, um, black eye still that looks like it's healing slowly, and as you, as his following you, like, eyebrows furrowed but then distinctly looks away from you as you're walking past kind of not making eye contact but just walking as you focus on on him you hear the general thoughts that would translate in in words into what her name how's Casimir here ruin upon these fuckers did they get him too would you go to the Woman? I would. She, um, again, doesn't even really look at you, just not really care, carrying hair across the side side of her face, doesn't meet your eye or anything. She has a distinct smell about her, a smoky smell. Husk. Husk smell. And her um, bare arms are also very, very red. Like, the, there's like splotches of red in her veins are very, very obvious and there seems to be bruising throughout several spots. Her mind is essentially blank. She is out of her mind right now, even though she's probably been off the stuff for several days. You don't get any recognition from her. She doesn't even look at you whatsoever. Then I would go, because that's four turns and technically mm-hmm. I have six turns, right? Mm-hmm. I would go back to the half lane okay. and just surface well, I'm being shoved, and I would like laugh and say something like, "You can't stop all of us patriots." To the half one? No, to the guard, but loud enough for them to hear. Right, but you're focusing on the, the half, yes. the half, the first yes. guy of the, of the the four. Correct. Okay, you can't stop all of us patriots. You yes. Say. Make a deception check with advantage because you are acting as somebody else. Ooh, twenty-seven. Natural 20. I got a 17 for my other one, too. Nice. 27. As you say that, in his voice, mm-hmm. and everything, the halfling just looks at you, brows furrowed, and just thinks, what the fuck's he on about? And then I would switch back to the elven guy. The elven guy? Just nods his head in agreement but doesn't seem to recognize, based on the little bit you're getting from his mindset, it doesn't seem to be like he recognizes you as a person, but he is in agreement with your statement. Like, yeah, let's show him sort of thing. Okay, yeah, that's, and that would be my turn. So I was mainly trying to pick up on, even if they didn't know who I was, do they know anything about, like, patriots? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, you don't get the sense that the elf knows, like, capital P patriots, but... But he's like, yeah, you can't stop us. He definitely, you know, 
he probably lives down here and is familiar with the idea of like, yeah, it's it's our turn to take back, you know, that sort of, of thing, um, yeah. sort, sort of stuff. But the human is the one who straight up was like, what the hell is Casimir doing here, so sort of thing. So yeah, the elf, maybe, the halfling doesn't seem to at all, and then the human knows your name. She'll push you against the wall. Stand there. Don't move. We don't have a hook for you, but we do have a crossbow bolt with your name on it. As when the guard lifts up, not knowing what the plan is, is here. And she'll step back. Alcaris will just hang his head and look over toward you down the line of eight, waiting for you to think something. He, do you meet his eye at all or a little bit? I will, because as she's stepping back, I'll pretend to like... I'll, I'll spit where she was, and like as I go, I'll like look over and almost like nod as if I were just like. Yeah. He shakes his head a bit. Fuck you. Fuck this place. Take a look at us. If you want, I can pull my pants down and have something better to shake a shine at. The guard com- comes over and puts his hand on his chest and his neck. Akras says. Fuck you, you kinky bastard. Ayana says, says, enough, take him out. And you, spit at, at me, at me again. She'll come over and she'll punch the, the wall next to you. <clears throat> and she'll, she'll grab you by, by the front and say, that's enough time for you here and lead you out as the door, she knocks, <clears throat> the door opens up and you two are, are pushed out. Send him out! They begin to come and unhook the them. Door closes. She says, well, is, is there any we should keep? Human male on my side knew my name. You are ah, understood. Wait. That one. They point, she points. The human's like, what? This way. And the guard comes and has him and he goes, what, what? No, 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 What the fuck? What the fuck is this? Just take me back to the holding cell. The guard says, shut up. Before they like take him all the way out, I will whisper though, my name's Casimir. So that the captain knows and everything so they can pretend they know me. Casimir. Got it. They will lead you then to the room and sit you down in there. And they'll, they'll say, pretend like your arms, like your, your shackles are hooked to the back of the chair. Of course. And they'll have you seated so you're facing the door, door, doorway. Mm-hmm. And then they'll... Mm-hmm. Yep. As if, when they're leading in, I would like make a point not to make eye contact. As if I were pretending I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the guard fiddles down their fake with your sh- shackle. And I will cast detect thoughts again before they bring him in. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. And you cast, and then you put your hand against the string so they don't reverberate. As about 20 seconds after your seat, the, the door op- opens up again, and um, this this fellow is brought in. Elkris will just say to to, to you, do you, do you want me, me in there or not? Perhaps it's better if, if I'm not inside. Agreed. Lead me elsewhere. And they will lead him through a different doorway to unhook hook him and such. 
the door opens up that then 30 seconds later and this farm hand human individual is plopped down in, in a sea. Looks like, no, no, what sees you sitting there and calms a bit. What's the meaning of this as they kick his knees and plop him in the chair and actually do use a, like a double hook chain thing to hook the one thing and hook through his loop. He slumps. And I'll be focusing on his thoughts, but not looking at him. Okay. Thoughts that you get right now are more of the, the, the same, like, like, what the fuck? But now it's, it's like, wait, why would we be here? Um, Ayana has led, led him in and will stand there behind him, putting both of her hands on his shoulders. A bit, a bit of a massage with her, her gauntleted hand. You see him, and she comes down. Her short blonde yeah, hair. Says, oh. <laughs> her short blonde hair, um, um, blonde hair swept swept over one eye. She leans down. It cascades down half over his face. He looks over. Now, I'm going to leave you two in here for one minute, and only one of you is coming out. You figure out how I'll decide which. And she'll pat him on the shoulders hard. And then shove him so against that. She snaps her fingers, the door opens. And the other guard steps out as well. There is a little door which you see, they crack a bit. So you just see her eye peeking through. But from his vantage point, he'd need to turn around fully to them see and they opened it while they were clanging and turning so it wasn't very obvious but you see her eye there she gives a little nod to you did you give them anything looks at you like give them what i don't know what you're talking about in his mind you hear what the fuck is he, is he, he doing they're listening in Fuck Casimir. I think you should be the one to get out of here. He just nods. I can take... I'll let them know what happened then. Please do. Uh, was there anything you wanted to... When he says, I'll let them know, I'll delve. Delve deeper? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the save? A wisdom save? 18? Yes. 13. He looks his lips and as you deep dive deeper in, you definitely get a strong sense of gratitude, like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's me, but also confusion. Like, why me? I'm nobody to this. And Elkris, you hear in your head him say, "Remember, location, location, location. We need to find where they are going, going, going to meet. Where they meet." I'll be happy. I'll be honored. Next time, has the time changed for meeting? 
looks at you a bit, furrowed eyebrows like. Suspicion now climbing in outside, but on inside you nesting nicely in his inner thoughts, not just service but love, but his inner thoughts, a why would the time change? Not yet, but maybe now with you captured, it might, but there should still be a Targovist brewery. But he doesn't say anything, just a I'm going to let my illusion make it look like blood is starting to drip down my face. As if they had hit me really hard. Don't worry. Just kind of looks back at the door. Don't worry. Trust me. One patriot too. Your spell would fade at that time, but you did get a location. I will like then dip my head as if I'm passing out. Hey, 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 there's there's something there's something wrong. How how hard you hit this fucker? (laughs) Well, 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 Commander Ionesis. Looks like you win. Take him back to, to his cell. What are you? What are you doing? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? And they'll unhook him, pick him up. I, 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 I thought, I thought one of us was getting out of here. She looks at him and says, "Yes, out of this room, back to his cell." No, 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 no. That's that's not that's not what. And they lead him, close the door, or, or um, they don't close the door yet. They just lead him out. You hear a door opening and closing. What was Alcaris. the first name of that brewery? Targovist. 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 I can hold the pen. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Elkris slips in, looking once again like himself. And we'll sit down next to you. Say. Boy, it's a good thing I know what you really look like under that. I will shut it as I look up. Handcuffs are still on, though. Mm. Ayana comes in, looks at you two. Please. Here? Where else? Commander? She'll close the door. And and lean against it, blocking where the eye slit could could. B, I will say quietly, she rushes the, the hair out of her eye and across her back. Anything? Didn't get a time, but Targovist Brewery. That's the meetup. As always, he said. Well done. Now we have, have a place. I can leave. Now that's not in my district. I, I can talk with... That's in... Uh, that is in Targovist breweries in Precarious, one of the warehouse districts in Lower Dura. I'll go talk with the with the big garrison of, of Dura. We can have men, mine and and theirs, attack it, and anyone inside will be captured. That might be 
too obvious. Oh, Could have the important nice. ones scatter. We might actually want to watch or go in ourselves to pick it apart. Isn't it more important that we... Elpris says, no. I think Sari is very correct about this. We don't even know when, so we need to have a bit of a stakeout. I can assume nightfall. That's, can, that, that, that can be a safe assumption on, it, on anyone's part. I'm familiar with the precarious district. I know it is called that, not only because, because of its precarious infrastructure, lots of hanging things and wickety platforms, but also partially because of the precarious nature of being there. Ayana says, right. Admittedly, the city watch there does not have much strength. It's not if you consider it the exact opposite of Black Arch. The watch hardly patrols there except in large numbers three times a day, Elkris says precisely. And that, that means it's a routine easy enough for the locals to rec recognize and make sure they're out of eyesight and earshot. Ayana says, out of sight, out of mind. Precarious is run by the people there, not by the city watch. It is dangerous. If you even attempt to have a bunch of armed city guards stampede, stampeding in, we'll be lucky to capture any, and we sure as hell won't be capturing any of, of importance. I think you're right, Annie. We should go in disguised... It's a brewery though, right? So it shouldn't be out of out of the norm to have some folk go there. Shouldn't be. I've not been myself. I only I, I've never heard of Targovist Brewing. Are you familiar? Ayanna says I've only I've only been a couple times. It's it is a brewery, so it has the bear hall aspect, but then there's also other rooms beyond and probably beneath that have uh, it's where they do their pots stilling and their mashing and whatnot. I don't consider my, myself a burr personally, so I can't say what's all there, but it's... Check for back rooms. Smart, thank you. Tonight, he thought? He didn't think a time. Or day. We may only have one shot at this, and I think tonight is the time. After what happened last night, if that was a gathering of like-minded individuals and you, this, what, what was the Casimir. Casimir. If information somehow leaks out that Casimir is dead, which they would know, actually, not even information being leaked out. If they know he's dead, then they might, their meeting tonight may be to discuss what happened, do a count of, of who's still alive or not, and choose a new location and time. I think we need to go tonight. I do, do take you to the finest places, don't I? You do. But in all seriousness, and he says this low, you're not, you know, not privately because she can still hear it, but he says it very much looking into your eyes. I don't want to put you in any more danger. 
after you just fought last last night. But I can't let this opportunity slide. I feel fine. Take me with. I will feel more comfortable by your side. I can always bring others. I can bring some of my fam- family. I can even bring Kedra and Rosnan instead. You I'm can... not going to risk you bringing a second cousin. I'll go with you. This could be serious. Precarious is a dangerous place. Oh, Grace, you need to stop. Okay. I normally wouldn't be so concerned, but you just fought yesterday. I am feeling fine. I am not tapped out. I have multiple bedchambers I can spend days in after this. Fair enough. And I'd obviously rather bring you anyways due to your unique skill set with both tongue and spellcraft. And also by the time I could I could even find Kedra and Brooke Rosden and fill them in and get them in place. I think the fewer of us that know about this, the better, and the fewer of us that go, we don't want this to be a stampede, and he says a bit louder, looking looking at her. I'll trust you to do what you will, but I think perhaps both plans have merit. Do you have any means of informing me when it would be safe to have the guard there in, in precarious march their way. As the voice said last night, she did not have the ability the, to apprehend a few dozen folk. If you two are going, are going to be walking into a wolf's den to just the two of you, I don't want to let even one of these rats escape. Fair enough. Annie, do you think you'll have the ability to do ascending to the the commander. As long as I'm not fully tapped out, yes. The voice will message you when we, when she believes it is wise for you to begin your thunderous stampeding in. I ask that you do go talk to the garrison master in Precarious. Fill him in, make sure he has the, the men at the ready, but you don't know who to trust here, commander. You don't know. There could be a hole amongst them. Again, the, the guard, as you just said yourself, a precarious dis- district is the polar opposite of those here in Black Arch. You can't go, go marching over there with your, your folk that would draw too much attention, and I don't necessarily trust them. So keep this close to your chest and only tell those who you trust and will not leave your eyesight until that time comes. Fewer, stronger, maybe wiser than many. Fair enough, Lord Dimitani. I will take your suggestions in mind, and I will do this on my part. And I will wait for your word via spellcraft. I will head over there after nightfall myself, which looks like it's, it's coming not too shortly from now. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like a drink. Like a drink. I could I could eat too. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Do we need to escort the merchant back or No, let me fill in Kestrin. I think you too that that's a bit beneath your uh 
pay grade at this point. She'll open the door and say, leave these, leave these two out. And the guard will nod and bow and escort you two all the ways down the steps out the up front. And you and Elkoris will be outside now, having the nighttime that the two of you to do with what you choose. Can we take a brief break? Yes. Yep, I was going to say, let's take a break here since before we get on to exciting stuff and let's have you call Amy as well. If it's not Steven's sister, it's mine. 